Hello, with this editor's letter, I'm about to take you on a poetic stroll, diving into the controversy surrounding sadness and darker aesthetics. It's a mix of poems, it's a soft pamphlet addressing the topic of melancholy. I also would like to thank you who are listening and maybe reading my words. That sharing interaction is a treasure, mine to cherish. It's nothing at all, never enough when you call, too much if you crawl, emotional withdrawal, coming up to come down, way worse than what life had to throw, frightening disagreement, latent approval, the confirmation that you roll. Make sense of it all, pretend if you're a fraud, address it all, you're in control. It's never enough though, as if you thought you could escape the overflow. The waterfall never ceases, it grows, increasing to choke. To those ending up reading my writing, I might come across as depressed and miserable. I'd like this second editor's letter to address that subject, something dear to my writer's heart. Taboo surrounding the exploration of sadness is a strange one. Some kind of a dark aura screaming, put yourself out there in the world, it will make you feel better. Get over it. Pretty much, that's the answer. Well, to that I say, fuck you very much. There's beauty in exploring sad emotions, and I'm not saying you should find and reach for a permanent state of depression. Obviously not. Just by looking at life itself, there's never only black, not only white. We more or less stand within the grey area. Could you spend a life being sober? I ask myself that question a lot. Sober from wine and liquors, from lethargy and torpor. The concept of letting go, no control, all control. To dive so deep inside, to try so hard to revive. It's an art. You're becoming a piece of work yourself by embodying all these paintings, engravings, writings, conveying the past trauma into current tears. That's beauty. The beauty of a connection, an array of interactions. And let's not forget that without black, there wouldn't be any depth to colours. Nuances and shades, layers of complexity, absence of highways and runways, the infinite series of what-ifs, wandering the sea of sadness and curse. It teaches the harshness of reality, maybe regrets. It makes you stop. It forces you to think, to question the emotional, the visceral, going back to the roots, opening up the moving corpses. It's tough, it's raw, the dismantling hurts, a day dreaming birth. I'm going to ask you a question that is too often forgotten. Do you take the time to be sad? To explore the dark void and atoms, one by one, filling each source of energy, piercing both flesh and bones. It could almost translate to paralysis. The tragic overcoming of humanity by bestiality, floating, 
It resembles the feeling, echoing its contradictory heaviness. Holding tight onto it could end up tragic, whereas its temporary caress hides a bliss in disguise. Why is it fled like the plague? The mainstream individual excels, nothing but disdain when sadness fills up the air. It's the pretense, never to expose the realness, the sorrow. Nobody wants to surround themselves with such pain. They already have to cope with theirs. In the end, we're all pretending to live the social media dream, a controlled and asphyxiated imagery made of broken pieces. Edited. Edited. Where does it all lead? To apathy, most probably. Dark waves come and go, some sort of a constant halo, fading at times, the acknowledgement of a past with its marks. Additional question, do we ever fall in love with the possibilities or the actual individuals? It's the overthinking for me. It is. What a boring life it would be to live without endlessly reviewing it. Endlessly. It's called catharsis, or the act of assuming, taking your emotional responsibilities, living firstly and wondering about the how and why later. A new candor, the surface vessel, the gap between scars, hybrid, assembling, a moment of absence. Life is a treat, they preach, rather a rotten peach, as long as you leave your darkness unattended. It needs exploring. Stop justifying the unconscious being. That's just how it is. No, it's just how it used to be. Convenience isn't key. It's a breach. When silence hits, like it should have never been. Smashing into pieces. The outcome of the story? It's you figuring out the belief. Plug in. Log off from the screens. Dive in, not above, but below, deep beneath. Grab the bitter branches, hold onto it just a bit too long to provoke the fall. You'll be back up stronger, more knowledgeable. You'll know what to speak, finally. I stay corrected by my word, document, grammatical, AI spy. I should have written, say, I should have, you should have. We were supposed to deal with it. The rambling never ceased. Tragic. But not as much as our lack of ideals. Motivation to push the boundaries and increase opportunities. Maybe once. There to refuse going out. To refuse the beers at the bar and retreat. Right in the deep. In between the narratives the visualized insanities, the haptogramming of fake entities. Maybe once, embody the deranged side of things, provoke the questioning shamelessly, bring creativity out of it, torture it until it bleeds magic. This is an editor's letter for the philosophers in training, the amateurs of brain cells brewing. It gets you as drunk as that beer you may have missed. It's a trip. It's a freak. 
and nobody sees it. So free to entangle it with all your intimacy. Claim its ownership, a darker sensibility. Take care until we speak. <laughs>